I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Today, we are going to talk about the legend of Floyd Allen. Floyd Allen was a uh, a man who lived in West Virginia and had a great deal of influence over the um, local authorities. And uh, he kind of of went and took the wrong track in life, Brandy. As one does. Now, I know you love a good story about hillbillies. I do. It's always nice to see family in the news. And drinking. You love a good story about drinking. You love a good story about, um, you know, shooting your relatives. I do. And drunk hillbillies are the best hillbillies. Yeah, so this uh, episode is kind of like hillbillies gone wild. Well. It really is. You know, I wonder what would have happened to Floyd had he, like, tried to shoot one of his relatives and then the bullet would have hit the ground and oil would have came out to me. They could have made a TV show out of it. Yeah, they could have moved to California, Southern California. Oh, no. No. Absolutely not. Now, Brandy, have have you ever, I know you've probably watched, uh, you've watched Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies, right? Yes, I've seen a few. Have you had impure thoughts about Sam Drucker? Was that Jethro? No, Sam Drucker was, uh, he, he wasn't in it too much. He was uh, also in the uh, what, Petticoat, Petticoat Junction. Junction. Yeah, he was I'm going to go you know, ahead and say no. He uh, ran the local uh, dry, dry foods store. So No. Uh, so Sam no. Drucker, you didn't, he didn't catch your eye or anything. What I about don't remember what about Mr. What about Mr. Drysdale, the banker? No, I don't know. Look, I was not that into it. Settle down. I saw it on reruns at my parents' house when I was little. So just no. settle down, Colonel. Did have, you know, when, Timmy? Speaking of that, Timmy, um, those shows, you know, they all came in a group, and you remember Petticoat Junction, yeah. Timmy. Bobby Sue in the and beginning, and, and, and Billy Sue, yeah, and, Bob, and the three, and the, and they're lovely young ladies. I mean, just beautiful young ladies. However, they were bathing in the water tower, Timmy. Yes, and 
I just couldn't help but ever always think is the town was drinking their ass water. Well, for our listeners who don't know, Petticoat Junction was on what, late 1960s, Colonel, early 1970s? Early 70s, and, yeah. Yeah, they were, it was about, I think, three sisters. And mm-hmm. at the beginning of the show, they would show them uh, in their bathing suit <laughs> swimming in the town uh, water tower. They were kind of like, uh, they're like uh, Elisa Lamb in that sense, Colonel. Wow. Too soon. Very much so. Very much so. Too soon. Well, Lisa Lamb, I think she that did? was like 25 years ago, wasn't it? Someone look that up. Well, let's talk about this guy. Write it. Write that down, Randy. Well, first let me introduce our panel. Uh, I wish we, you would. We're, we're, we are known for uh, how quickly we get through these uh, introductions and to the story. That's kind of our forte. It's what we what do best. like about us, doing. Let me introduce a lady who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent. Her Majesty, Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy, if at all? I'm good, Timmy. I'm good. We made it through Christmas without, you know, anybody going to jail or being on the news. So that's a win. And... Yeah. Well, you and know, that's uh, kind of. That doesn't. I mean, it's, there's been uh, there's been examples of when at your holiday uh, festivities, uh, uh, law enforcement got got they involved. They've gone awry. Yeah. They've gone yeah. awry. Yeah. Well, sometimes Alice drinks a little. Okay, and she's mean, and she's mean. That's all. I mean. So when my mom is mean, we have to call the cops. She's got to go. She's got to. She needs to be subdued. So, I like those Christmases where somebody drinks enough. You find out that one of the cousins, uh, your uncle's really not their daddy. Yeah, you know that's those like are it the turns Christmas. ends up like oh, right. They, they end up after you go through all the. Um, you know, all the the family tree and straighten it out and all that, and you find you're you're your own father. Wow, <laughs> pretty much yeah. That is something. But no, we had a good we had a good Christmas. It was lovely, and I do want to say though that I had the best intentions. I was in the the Christmas card exchange this year. I've been in it almost every year, and and this year I just I didn't get them out, and, and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, but I want to make sure that you know. So let me let me let, let me understand this. So, so I'm clear. I just didn't I just didn't have a chance to sit down and do them. I'm not really sure. That's I, I don't think you understand the term exchange. Yeah, I it know. sounds to me like you were in the Christmas card receiving group. So, but not the exchange. So you did that on false pretenses, basically. I'm shut up. I feel so bad, but I just. Well, no, it's I just been. One I of hope every time I hope every time you look at your beautiful cards that our listeners sent you, that you will feel shame. Knowing I do, I do the, feel shame. Those cards are ill-gotten gains. Well, yeah, it's the great brandy Christmas card grift. Yes, Timmy. 
anyway. I think I think this was planned out. I think this was your strategy all along. I apologize that I did not get those out, and I do want to. She's not sorry. Sure. Not sorry one bit. I. She's not am. sorry at all. I don't know if she's capable of being sorry. I am. I think you. I, I think a psychiatrist one time that examined you said you weren't capable of uh, pity, empathy, or sorry. Yes. Yeah. No. No, that didn't happen. My mom had me tested, so no. But. <laughs> number of times so did the yeah so settle down but yeah so we just it's good christmas the boys seemed to get everything that they wanted and needed and well you know who just, didn't was, get what they wanted or nice. needed you know who didn't what? get what you know who didn't get what i know they wanted or needed i know the people that didn't get christmas cards yes them. oh and yes no timmy Those you'll lovely appreciate people. this i made my mom and dad a lord and lady of scotland Okay. See, like you're a baron. Yes. Von Scott. Well, well I, t- come on now. That That's a little bit different. I am a baron. Yeah. It's not just a little yeah, little a certificate baron. that you that you type up on your yeah. uh, Microsoft Word. This, I'm a I paid money for that. My How dad's now wanting. How much did it cost but you? my dad. Huh? How much did it cost you? I'm not going into that. But the point is, because my parents are impossible to buy for. So, you know, I got them this. But evidently, my dad is, like, driving my mom crazy because... I'm not going into that, Colonel, means, like, six bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I wish. Depending on the site you get. But, no, yeah. but I guess my dad's driving my mom nuts because I didn't... They're sending all this stuff over from Scotland, and it didn't make it. So, I did have... They had sent me decrees or whatever that I could you know print out so i did that <clears throat> and my dad opens the gift and he's looking at it and his first thing well can we build a house on it i said no dad you can probably build an outhouse on it well we're gonna have to gift this to somebody in the will well i don't know I'm, oh he was driving me goddamn crazy i'm like wait till you get the stuff and evidently he drove my Hold mom on. crazy did you last buy night. them did you buy them like one square foot in scotland is that what you did um no, I mean I bought them more than one square foot. Because you can do that. I know I bought them. Yeah. I bought them more than one square foot, but you know, way less than you could build a house on. You know, yeah. you could build it. Well, you not could a build tiny an outhouse, house. not even I a know. tiny house. I know you're opposed to those. I am opposed to those. Not even a tiny house would fit on these plots of lands out there, and that's all fine. But now my dad's, you know, I guess he's driving my mom crazy, and I got him little crowns, and so my dad, I guess, has been wearing his around. He thinks he's a big fucking. You know, you you know, you can buy a you can buy you can buy a uh, house in Italy for one dollar. I do know that. Yes, you can. I saw. I do. A lot of them need work though, and they're very small. Well, and I don't speak Italian. But some of those places. Here's the thing: if it was just like me and Dave, you know, there'd be one thing. I'd definitely go do that. But you know, I've got kids, and you look at those places, and everybody's. You know, everybody there is, you know, over the age of 60. It's like, well, where would he go to school or play with other kids or, you know. So, but those do look, I would love to do something like that. That'd be awesome. Well, Colonel, I feel that we've had way, way too much brandy time. 
but an awful lot of brandy time this and, week. And, you know, that's one of the things that our listeners, we promised our listeners that in 2022 we wouldn't spend as much time on brandy time. So much yeah. brandy time. Yeah. You know, and, 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 Timmy, I don't know if you've noticed this the last couple episodes, but when you ask how she she's not been oh, vile, um, hateful, mean, she's saying she's doing good. Being almost, <clears throat> dare I say, human. Uh, I And I'm wondering, I was watching this show, and it was this little green man who hated the little people in the town below. I um, mean, he had a little dog. And I don't really... The I dog's really name the plot, is but, Max. So something happened to this guy right around Christmas time. Are you worried about, like, copyright that you won't say grew, the Grinch? Like what's, that's what it was, the Grinch. You, the Grinch. Really? Really? Yes. It wasn't coming to... Okay. And his, so, his heart grew three sizes, Timmy, at Christmas. So I'm wondering, devil, has your heart grown three sizes? Uh, no. Because it seems like... Does it seem like she's the less... She does seem oh, She does uh, seem a, a, a bit on... I mean, you know, it's it's all on the brandy scale, right? Well, yeah, it's on a curve, but yeah. And she seems, on, yeah, on she curve, seems almost but, human. You know, from... Times? Yeah, somewhere between Stalin mm-hmm. and Hitler. I mean, she's... You wow. know... Yeah, just seems to be... Seems to be cheerful almost. I don't jolly, jolly. Before we, just, uh, before we went just on extended the, brandy time. Thank you. Before we so. went on, uh, before we uh, went on the air, we were having an in-depth discussion about elves versus gnomes. And I understand. Well, let me introduce you, I and, don't and you can tell us your feelings on on elves. Uh, at this time of year, brandy. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. People, people just look. Say it's Charles. Look to the North Star. Uh, to guide them, and um, so a lot of people the in 1800s. these trouble these troubled times, they turn to uh, our next uh, next host. Nobody um, does that. for guidance. Nope. He's a say he, guidance again. Say guidance one more fucking time because I don't think anybody got it. He is a man who is um, well. He no. has been called a, an oasis in the desert of no, the air, Brandy. Nope. He's a best-selling author. I know many uh, many of you have probably got his book for Christmas. Nope. Nobody What's did. the name of that title again, Colonel? How to make love to a woman. Where the, where the Colonel gives uh, men and women life tips on how to pleasure their mate. Nope. So, nope. Get to it. He he he. In that book, Brandy, he also draws little diagrams. I don't care. Of course, he did. Yeah. Don't. You know. That's whatever. Just get on it. Just introduce Chuck. He's a man he, he's of not my, any of those things. <laughs> he is a, a man of God. He is a yeah. a, a like leader of men. Absolutely not. The very uh, honorable. Nope. The Reverend Colonel, Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Waters, the third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? 
I'm just busy, Timmy. I'm I'm busy. I'm a little stressed. Oh, I'm a little stressed, Timmy. Uh, <clears throat> you you happened to throw out in our last episode that uh, how some men from a certain country were uh, w- w- they were making love to donkeys. Mm, yeah, I remember that. You know, my my book has been extremely successful. And what? My, my editor comes back and says oh, to my me. God. What if you add a we we did a reprint and you added a chapter on on how to make how to make love to livestock? I to don't want to have this conversation, and uh, and I feel like and I thought you know that could just be one page because the FBI is that could be come just in. one page where we just say nope. you know nope. carefully, and then I talked to the editor of uh, you know with donkeys and things like that. How do you uh, no? No. Yeah, how do you get consent? Can we because there's no consensual thing now, right? Do this. Can we just but talk then about it occurred Floyd? to me? I just Brand- want to talk about the Floyd. And if uh, Brandy, you- if uh, it's obvious that the Colonel is going to win probably a Pulitzer Prize for his best-selling book, "How to Make Love <laughs> to a Woman," but you probably didn't know he won a he once won a Pulitzer Prize just for sexting. Probably didn't know that, Brandy. I did. I actually. Oh my did. God. Can we get to so, something that is true at any point? The last thing that you okay, said that let's was get true back was to the Charles. Elves. Let's get back to the elves. I wish you know what I don't like about we the were elves. Never on the don't elves. elves look sketchy to you? I don't like elves. I don't like elves. We watched the we watched Ugh. the Tolkien movies. I don't like elves. And you know what I feel like elves? Elves are controlling the media narrative, Timmy. You know what I don't like about elves? Well, I never thought about Ugh. that, Colonel, but. You know they get under your feet, and you like you, I trip over them and things. Oh my God! Well, elves are like the apostles to Santa. You know what I mean? It's like you you know why do we have saints that you got to pray to? Why do you got to tell elves what you want for Christmas? I don't. I want to cut out the middleman. I want to go straight to Santa. I don't trust elves, Timmy. Well, I because I got some jacked up Christmas gifts when I was a little kid, and I had you know. Where I was from, really, Santa wouldn't come to our neighborhood first to ask. Um, so uh, you had to tell an elf, and you'd never get what you wanted. They never got it right. Who and cares? I don't like them. I don't like them. We had this. Who cares? You know, but I was thinking if I that thing it. that you was talking about last week with the donkeys. Fuck. I wonder if Bill Cosby had feigning goats. Oh, God. Timmy. If Bill Cosby had the feigning goats. Oh, had my a, God. We had a guy. If he had pets, I bet they would be famous. We had a guy uh, who did Santa Claus in my hometown at the, like the a local department stores. So there was there was a department store called Hex H E C K S. Well, before before Christmas of that year, he he was always a Santa Claus. You come in, and it was like where you get the you get your picture taken with him, and if you like the photos, you can buy you know you know you get one free, and then you know. Mm-hmm. So before, um, for like around Thanksgiving, he uh, got a domestic violence charge against him, and he had it, he had to do his you know meet the children and everything and take the photos and everything with a uh, unit on his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing is that? Santa's got. Well, that's how NORAD tracks you, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. 
Nora, Santa's been oh chipped. Oh, my God. You know, how else do they know where Santa's at? Santa must have got the vaccination. They gave him a chip in his arm. Oh, my God. Because they know where he's at all the time. All right. We're going to talk about Floyd Allen here. Could we? I'm ready to talk about Floyd Well, Allen. Colonel, I know. You're, you, come to, you come to this podcast every week, Colonel, prepared and ready to go. And, uh, you know, all... I'm, well, I like to think of myself as a professional. Well, you know, not everyone is as professional as you, Colonel. Just saying that. Well, Brandy, are you in your, are you in your house robe? No. Curlers? Because I know... No. I got up in... Uh, yeah, I got up and took a shower, flossed my teeth. Did his you know, voice exercise. Put a little gel in my hair. Did my... Did all that. You know, just to get ready, read the script again, read it twice. Um, I was I was up at 7 a.m., got my makeup on, and uh, I'm prepared for this. And I just wonder what kind of pre-game ritual you go through, Devil. Uh, I see her kind of... your computer on and waiting yeah, for me to rolling call. rolling over in bed. That's what I'm seeing. Drinking yeah. coffee, yeah. Smoking a cigarette. Just, you know... Um... I'm trying to think of there's a there's a character on TV. Um, well, <sighs> I'll let that one go for now. But uh, yes, I'm ready for this, right, Timmy. I'm 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 eager and I'm ready to All record. Right. Well, Hillsville is a small town in southwest Virginia. The city has under three thousand people in the county seat of Carroll County. Virginia. I told you down here is where my uh, my relatives are from when I did my uh, ancestry.com search and my nice. great 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 aunt her name was obedience. Now she might obedience. she might have been into that whole BDSM scene I don't I don't mm-hmm. know but yeah obedience was her name. I would like I would like to have someone named obedience. Well, apparently, Who apparently she, you know, she's very obedient, I guess. Hills. I know my next wife ain't going to speak English to me. I'm going to give me one of those that don't speak English. Uh, oh, so that she, uh, that so that she uh, takes care of your every whim. Well, just so you don't get into, you know, who vacuumed last or who, you know. Oh, my God. One sentence. We've gotten through one motherfucking sentence in this goddamn script. Fucking really. Well, we're only You know what? And I can sit and let you guys. Yeah. I can sit and let you guys just make, let everybody think that you pick at me. Because the quieter I am, the more the two of you look like fucking assholes. So... Let's get on with this. See, you are a glass-empty, half-empty type of gal, devil. Because I think it's 21 minutes and we're already a sentence into this. Oh, fuck. You see how you got a negative outlook on life, devil? Uh Uh-huh. You see how you just fail to see the positive in things? Yeah, that's So, go ahead. You like gnomes, Brandy? uh, I have no opinion on gnomes. (laughs) Hillsville has only a total of 8.9 square miles and is located within the Blue Ridge Mountain Range 
of the Appalachian Mountains. Now, a lesser researcher, Colonel, would say that Hillsville had a total area of nine square miles. But Exactly. Exactly. But not me. Not, no. You surveyed this yourself, yes, I, I did. heard. Yes, I did. You, before you put that. Nothing <laughs> much happens in Hillsville, Brandy. By the 1912, Hillsville became the focal point of the press immediate throughout the country and as far away as Europe. So it became, it got in the news, Brandy. The focus of the media, uh, the focus of the media attention, was a gunfight that broke out at the courthouse after one of the town's most noble, notable citizens, Floyd Allen, was convicted of several criminal charges. That does tend to get the media's attention. I'm not sure if it does anymore, but back in the day it did. Well, right now you know you have all those. Uh, shows where, like, you go on TikTok and you always see these guys getting sentenced to, you know, some lengthy prison term and they take off running and then they, the overweight uh, deputies have to try to track, you know, run, run them down. So all, all good fun. Wow. You know, I saw a story on on the news on my, on my phone that there was a, uh, a Christmas Eve gathering... And at a family, and six people in the family were shot. And and I, what strikes me is that 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 doesn't happen more often. And 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 I wondered. It said that in the story, no cause has been given for the shooting as of yet. And when you get that many family people, family members together. It could be any. Well, that's my. That would be my question. Like, how many family members were there? I mean, if there were, you know, yeah. A, and how many? Yeah, had a and if if how there was a hundred of them, that's not too bad. Only six got shot. No. Look right. at the bright side, Brandy. Sure. Well, Brandy's not a bright side. Yeah. So Floyd Allen, this who this our story is going to focus on, was a local moonshiner. And troublemaker. He had his problems with uh, racism as well, as we will see. It's been yeah. that. He was not really woke. He could have used some diversity yeah. training, a cultural sensitivity yeah. training. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is uh, right. You know, he's right out of the book of the chapters on critical race theory, I believe. This guy. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. this guy. <sighs> is is he's a pretty disgusting vile human being it's well, been as you know we could what? tell other people about it if we it's could been, it's Let's been uh it's been estimated that floyd allen had been involved in over 700 fights during his lifetime so brandy had problems getting along with others i think it's safe to say probably it, it seems like that he uh it just seems like he, if he would have found the right therapist, Timmy, could you? I'm thinking about Floyd sitting on a couch and him talking about his feelings, Timmy, with the therapist, and maybe he could have cut that number down to like 350. You know, I'm thinking. You know, if he if he would have gone through the same anger management that I went through, Timmy, he could, he could have cut that number way down. I'm thinking Floyd, because Floyd would have thought to himself, 
you know what? I cannot control how you act. And he would have said that to people. I cannot control how you act, but I can control how I react to it. So I'm not giving my shotgun this time. You, and he would have been better for it, didn't he? I think Floyd Allen probably went to the Brandy Herman school of of young that men. That might have been, of yeah. Mm-hmm. Brandy Herman finishing yeah. school. Yeah. Floyd uh, Allen was shot at least 14 times in his life, including six times by his own family members. He had also... one does. He had also... Well, I mean, you know, he's around his family members more, so I think that's, you know, it's a way to explain that. Um, How many times have you been stabbed by your family members, Brandy, or vice versa? (laughs) Or shot at. Um, yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about it. Well, Floyd had been uh, stabbed at least three times. So, shot 14 times, including six by his only family members, and he also been stabbed at least three times. On March the 14th in 1912, Floyd Allen was uh, was being sentenced for an assault charge when bullets started flying in the courtroom as members of the Allen clan uh, shot it out with uh, armed uh, courtroom officials. So it was quite a to-do, Brandy. I can tell. Dozens of panicked citizens fled in all directions from the courtroom. Gunmen jumped on horses to escape into the mountains. The dead and dying laid inside the courtroom where the gun battle had started. In just 90 seconds of gunfire, a judge, prosecutor, sheriff, juror, and a witness were killed or mortally wounded. Oh, what does mortally wounded? I mean, it's the same, right? He got killed. I don't know why it's... Yeah. I thought it was mortally yeah. wounded. Just, yeah. he just, they just didn't die at the scene, I guess. He died a little bit later on. And Brandy, guess what, Brandy? The what? whole mess started with a kiss. It usually does. Isn't that how so many messes start? Yeah, yeah. When you start putting your mouth on other people, you know, it mm-hmm. leads to problems. No. I'm not going. You know, I was going to ask you about your uh, how your economics professor Christmas was, but I'm not even going to go there, Brandy. I'm I'm. It's Christmas, and I, you know, I want to turn over. And, it's yeah. Christmas. It's a Christmas pass on Brandy's. Uh, a Christmas pass on Brandy's pass, Timmy. Hmm. What? We're gonna, we're going to give her a. Pass we are. On that. Hmm. You could Great. say you could say thank you. I mean, it wouldn't be out of line. Yeah. Floyd wow. Allen. Now, when you was when you was growing up, Devil, did you use the bat your eyes and swirl your hair thing on? Oh, and head? and like curl your hair, you know, like hold your hair. You yeah. Twirl it in your finger and stuff. Do a little do a little hair to, flip. You know, a free milkshake. A, a little hair flip. A little hair flip with a giggle. <laughs> wow. Did you do that? Just. Fucking wow. That's what guys like, Brandy. I mean, did... Wait. I don't know how you use your feminine wow. Somehow you landed... 
you got this trophy husband, and and it, you know, people wonder how did Brandy land Dave. <sighs> you know, because, I mean, really by rights we all know you should be with Lanny, but you with Dave. Mm. I think she's threatening. How did that happen? Bodily harm. You think it was black? Yeah, I think she threatened. Did you sextortion him? I think <sighs> I'm. I, is there a is there a tape? Floyd? Is there a tape out there that we should know about, Brandy? <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. You can head it off. You can head it off. I can head head this off for you. Double. No, and let me tell you, we are probably one of the last generations that didn't tape our shit. Therefore, you know. We don't do that because we recognize it for what it is. It's evidence. We've watched a lot of Dateline. So, yeah. There's no tape. At all. Ever. Floyd Allen was born on July the 5th, 1856. Brandy, one day after the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. His father served as an officer in the Confederate Army during the American Civil War. To no one's surprise. The Allen family was prominent throughout Carroll County. They owned several businesses and were members of the local Democratic Party and very active in local politics. And it's this, it's this um, uh, Allen family involvement in uh, state and local politics is why Floyd went so long without um, experiencing uh, punishment for some of the things that he did. The Allen family was prominent through, or I said that, didn't I? At the turn of the 20th century, the Allen family dominated local and state politics. The Allen family included a state assemblyman, a county commissioner, two deputy sheriffs, clerk of courts, two local postmasters, because, you know, you want to, you want to be on good terms with the postmasters, uh, Colonel, or you won't get your, uh, you know, you won't get your latest, uh, you know, your latest uh, uh, package from uh, Columbia, Columbia or Records. Or your Christmas card from the yeah. devil. Doesn't matter how good, doesn't matter how good your relationship is with the postmaster, you're not going to get your Christmas card from the devil. Yeah, because she, she decided... She was just going to uh, receive and not give. <laughs> the great, yeah, yeah, which which like, is a much. I wonder uh, if that was the case with her in high school, uh, Colonel. Because, hmm, yeah, we were so close, so close to just moving forward. You all, what are we you just can't do it. You steps? cannot just not Baby fuck around. Steps. Okay. You know, Timmy, I saw a commercial. I don't want. I don't want to get us off okay. track. But I saw an advertisement, Timmy, and you know how it started with a meme about how you know you should not get your wife something like a like a crock pot or a vacuum cleaner or a floor oh, buffer, shoot. something like that. You know, that's not a, a real floor good buffer. <laughs> floor buffer, yeah. And uh, I saw a, a an advertisement for uh, vaginal rejuvenation, oh. Timmy. It's yeah. Have you ever heard of this devil? 
Yes, it's I a real have. thing. You can look it up. It's ridiculous. It's apparently plastic surgery on the on the on the on the woohoo. Dude. Wow! And they they do a tuck and tighten and a trim and they're supposed to bring it back to life. You know, like just like new. Wow! And uh and I, and I wonder and and they'll even remove the penis if you're over forty, um, oh, free of charge. Oh my God! Um. I heard it's only like seven hundred ninety nine dollars. That's not a bad price. And, anesthesiology. I mean, that's the best money you'd ever you spend, really. Anesthetic? Did you have a point but to your Timmy, story? I do. Okay, could you get to that it? That is a delicate gift to give your loved one for Christmas. That is not the gift to give your loved one for Christmas. Well, well, yeah, I, well we're it, well we're it, past Christmas though, so maybe for Valentine's Day, Colonel. Yeah, and maybe, you know, women out there, maybe you should think about giving it to your your husband. Well, nothing says I love you like a rejuvenated uh, vagina. Exactly, exactly. But if the man buys it for the woman, you know, that can create a little tension in the house. Well, but because what the woman would just, you know, see that women have to just face face facts, Brandy. And if they if exactly. if they have you know if they have a sagging you know yeah hi 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 they really hi. should nope hit okay let's go no, forward I, I'm just saying it's one of those things that <clears throat> it's a delicate conversation yes. to have but sometimes you got to say hey you know your JJ's a mess yeah. down there let's. Let's do a little work and... Um, you got to call it for what it is. You know... Call a spade a spade, yeah. in other words. <laughs> yeah. There, you, you, got a, you got a train wreck going on down there. I mean, you, you you sit down and sometimes you take your pants off and cause it such a draft that the furnace kicks on and... You know, like a vortex in the house. I'm tired of the little tornadoes every morning. So anyway... Well, Colonel, I I'm glad. I'm not really sure where I, I was. Well, I'm glad you that, brought it up. It's a public service. Yeah, it really is, and I'm glad you brought it up. It's fucking exhausting. Well, because we talk so much about vaginal decay, to me, and I just wanted women to know that there's hope out there. There is hope. There there's is hope, hope out there for you. You can get it rejuvenated. Rejuvenation is what they call it. It's basically a vaginal baptism. You're born and again. Your now, Colonel, can they can they also can they also get implants or like if they want teeth down there? Oh, I, I guess they could, but you know that would yeah that would scare me. The vaginus dentitis. So, well, you know what scares you know, me as, is how they how they floss <clears throat> down there. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> and brushing. Yeah. You know, brushing's interesting, but I just thought, you know, a lot of our listeners would like to know that it's not that expensive. You can get it done, you out, apparently, for three, four days. They don't want to know. know, Well, that's a great... Did you know that such a thing existed, Devil? Yes. I didn't I think it's a great idea. Because you don't have one. There's no reason you would know that, because you don't have one. We'll see. I've you talk an awful lot about so you talk would, an awful uh, lot of, about something that obviously you know jack shit about. 
Well, I I'm cannot just take that, it. You know, I'm no more. Gonna have knocks on my door like, Colonel, you wrecked, you wrecked it. You gotta repair it. You, no, pal, you break it, you buy it. There's it's nobody the has ever vagina. That's never happened ever. There's just nothing there. So, I'm gonna be paying for all kinds oh of bad things. Oh my God! How did you have kids? <laughs> well, Brandy, I mean, he makes some good points. He you ha- makes no point. You, you have to. The admit only that. point he has is the top of his head. Come on. I, I can't tell you the number of times. Oh my God! I can tell you. Me, you broke my vagina. Nope. I can tell you, you how many times. Vagina. I can tell you exactly, precisely how many times that's happened. <laughs> you broke it. <laughs> the precise so number. I'm... I can give that to you if you'd like it, and you can write it down. Tattoo it on your fucking forehead. I don't care. Please. Huh. I don't want to talk about Floyd. Oh, on, can I talk about... Can we Brandy, talk about Floyd? Come on, Brandy. Let's get back on the story here, Timmy. You're, well, Brandy she... Is, she she, she does. She does that all the time. <laughs> We're trying to stay on track. So, um, in just 90 seconds of gunfire... Like I said, a, a, a judge, prosecutor, sheriff, juror, and witness. Right, were, they're were all dead. Killed. Let's yeah. go. Keep it moving. And it started with the kiss, Brandy. Yep, heard that too. Floyd Floyd Allen. And it started with Floyd Allen was born on July fifth, eighteen fifty six. One day after. God, uh, we the, haven't even gotten to when he was born, even though you fucking said it. We haven't even got there yet. For fuck's sake. Come on. Well, now... Oh, I didn't want to do that. The uh, Allen family was prominent throughout Carroll County. They owned several businesses, and as I said, were members in the... Uh, very <laughs> active in the uh, local Democratic Party. Uh, at the turn of the uh, 20th century, the Allen family dominated local and state politics. And as I mentioned, they, they it, their family included an assemblyman, a county commissioner... Two deputy sheriffs, clerk of courts. Yes. Two, two postmasters. Yes. Really Lots want, of people. <laughs> really want that. Some ta- uh, a tax collector, a bunch of judges, all yeah, of them. Yeah. They're all kinfolk. You, you really want those postmasters on your side, is what I'm saying. That was my point I was trying to make. Yep. Right. Well, my you God. Do. You do. Uh, nothing much happened in Carroll County without Allen's, the Allen's family approval. So by 1912... Floyd Allen was well-established as the Allen family patriarch. Uh, he was the head of the of the family, basically, in other words, Brandy. Uh, yes, I, I got it. The Allen clan, either by blood or marriage, made up almost a quarter of the residents of Carroll County. Floyd was the boss of the family, and he spent much of his life living near Fancy Gap Mountain in uh, Carroll County, Brandy. And you know, Timmy, if you get a vaginal revo- rejuvenation, uh-huh. you too can have a fancy gown. <laughs> he makes a good point, Brandy. It does. So, oh my uh, God. Floyd was known, Brandy, for his generosity, but he was also, but he also was known for his quick temper and the ease in which he f- would feel slighted. Does that remind you of anyone? Remind you of Timmy. Yeah, yeah. On this podcast? Uh, no. I'm pointing fingers because we're on a podcast and I can't. But if I could, my fingers will be pointed directly at you, devil. But proceed, Thank you, Colonel. According to Floyd's testimony, 
He had been in more than 700 fights during his lifetime, in which at least three led to uh, the other person dying. It has been documented that Floyd was shot at least 14 times during his lifetime and was stabbed on three occasions. So he's kind of like 50 Cent. Yeah, yeah, he's like 50 Cent of West Virginia. He's an ass. When uh, Floyd was uh, six years old, his cousin cousin Cyrus accidentally had shot uh, Floyd in the hip while the young boys were hunting rabbits in royal rural uh, Virginia. We've all got a cousin Cyrus. The injury left Floyd with a pronounced limp uh, for the rest of his life. Now, Floyd was six years old uh, when his cousin had accidentally shot him, but um, it was considered an accident by all of those in involved, except for Floyd. Floyd wasn't sure and held a grudge against his uh, 10-year-old cousin. Well, somebody shoots you in the hip. You're going to always wonder, Timmy. Well, yeah. You're always going to wonder what motivated him. Well, Cyrus would die in a mysterious drowning accident a few years later. When <laughs> a mysterious... I know, I love that. A mysterious drowning accident. Or... Take the Scooby, Scooby crew yeah, long to let's get Scooby one. on that. Cyrus would die in a mysterious... Um, uh, mysterious drowning accident. This wasn't a mystery. He held his head under the water. And when he... There's no mystery. <laughs> uh, it occurred when he and Floyd had been alone fishing at a nearby lake. A search of the lake and surrounding area proved fruitless, Brandy. When well, Revenge is a dish best served cold. When Cyrus, um, Cyrus's body surfaced, Several days later, it appeared to the local sheriff that the boy's head had been bashed in with a rock. Ah. <laughs> but they didn't know if it was... It jumped into the water quickly. They didn't know if it was post-mortem or, you know. So anyway, no charges were filed. When, uh, when Floyd was 13, this would have been 1869... He visited his cousin in North Carolina. Floyd, his cousin, and a group of friends went to Charlotte to see a minstrel show. Uh, During intermission, uh, Floyd uh, noticed that a black teenager was sitting in the white section of, of the little theater there. And this is where Floyd becomes a uh, social justice warrior, Timmy. Oh, my God. Now, this upset Floyd, and he ordered the black teenager to the, that's what they called it at the time, the collared section. When the young man refused, Floyd took out a revolver and shot the youngster in the stomach. I mean, that seems like a measured response. He was 13 years old. Yeah, he might have. Why does yeah. he? Have, why is he carrying a gun at thirteen? He might have. Uh, yeah, he might have uh, overreacted a bit, Randy. Uh, maybe a smidge. Just saying. And you know what? Here's the thing too. 
you know, I we've all been out like with a group of people and there's always that one fucking guy. Because I bet Floyd's friends were all like, come on, dude, it doesn't matter. Just come on, let's go, let's go. No, this motherfucker. We've all had those people in our group. Chuck mm. is the people. Chuck, Chuck is that person in any group. Well, so it's like, no, I usually am the person restoring calm to the situation. I'm the Zen master. Of oh, these kinds God. Of situations, devil. Yeah, but we've all been there. I, like I don't know how Floyd could... had friends. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm sure they were, you know, they were his relatives. And, he, you know, I'm sure they were a racist as Floyd was. But anyway, uh, so this he shoots this young black teenager and even though there was a doctor at the minstrel show, um, he couldn't treat the young man. They had to wait till the collar doctor arrived, which not my guess took a little bit of time. And instead of feeling remorseful, uh, Floyd complained well, complained that the show was the guy a, died, right? Yeah, but in, okay. uh, but instead. Uh, yeah, it was a gut shot. But instead of feeling remorseful, Floyd uh, complained that it, that the uh, young man had interrupted the show, and he uh, he wanted to refund. He wanted a refund. So, well, I mean, and you know, this was a minstrel show, which I'm not really sure what what that means. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I'm assuming. Well, I know what it means, but I'm. You know, assuming it was live actors there. So that had to be, instead of a movie show, you know, movie house. So that had to be a little disconcerting to the to the actors, who I would think would just not have wanted to go yeah, on. Yeah, right. When the... So I think Floyd would be entitled to a refund. In some at the very sense. least. I mean, free popcorn. Yeah. When the constable arrived, he questioned Floyd. Floyd claimed innocence, but then finally confessed to shooting the young man, stating that the uh, black teenager had made inappropriate advances to one of the white girls who, uh, who was in his group. So, same old story. Blame it on the uh, black kid and shoot him. And the, sh the sheriff arrested Floyd, but charges were soon dropped by the local prosecutor who refused to pursue the case. A uh, crowd of whites threatened to lynch the sheriff, and eventually calm was restored. And... Yeah, a crowd threatening to lynch you, Timmy. That, tends to, that, that changes your, your perspective very quickly on a case. In 1871, when Floyd was 15 years old, Floyd got into a fight with an older cousin over some moonshine. Floyd claimed his cousin had stolen three jars of his best alcohol. The cousin denied stealing the booze, uh, but Floyd would not let it go. Eventually, the two began to fight. The cousin hit Floyd with the two-by-four board, and the board had uh, rusty nails in it and stabbed Floyd in the neck. Damn. Bleeding profusely, Floyd went into the barn, went into his barn, and returned with a shotgun. Floyd then proceeded to shoot his cousin in the head, killing him instantly. The local prosecutor. Okay, Timmy, mm -hmm. 
he's this Floyd here, and and I know when you did your research, was wasn't the Michael Meyer character in Halloween loosely based on Floyd? <laughs> Fucking like feels that. like it. <laughs> he shot fourteen times, three hit three stabbed, hit with a rusty board with a uh, board with rusty nails in it. It reminds me, of, and uh, he still keeps. Well, it reminds back me of the the whites of West Virginia. It's a doc. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, it's a. You know what though? Here's documentary on Netflix, right? It is. No, it's on um, Amazon or something. I think it's. I couldn't find it on Netflix. Um, but. If you were his cousin, because he keeps evidently just picking off cousins, would you go over and hang out with him? Like, as one of his cousins? I mean, not, probably not, a, be probably really not every day, say. but, you know. Or, Let's go hang out know, once in a while. Let's see what's going on. Once in a while. I mean, yeah, I'm feeling all, dangerous. There's always some, drinking with Floyd. The, the good part about hanging out with Floyd is that, you know, it's it's entertaining. I mean, something is always going on, it seems. Well, I mean, if you don't mind hanging out with a racist who shoots his relatives every other day. Right. Yeah. And you can't kill. You can't kill him. Obviously. Well, after he shot his cousin in the back of the head, killing him instantly, the local prosecutor at the time, a nephew of Floyd Allen, ruled it self-defense. So he shot him in the back of the head and he ruled it self-defense. And the yep. uh, prosecutor refused to press any charges against uh, young Floyd. You know, to me, when I was when I was just sitting there thinking about uh, Michael Myers, have you ever wondered if you put what what's the guy's name? Usain Bolt, yeah, know, the guy yep. who yeah. wins all the gold medals. If you put him and Michael Myers in a one hundred yard dash, they tie. Well, yeah, and Michael just be walking, and Usain will cross the finish line and turn around, and Michael will be two steps behind him. Yeah. You know what I never, you know what, you know yeah, what I never figure out is why people were afraid of zombies because every zombie I have ever seen are like walking aimlessly. I mean, like you could like just step out of their way. I don't know why there's this great fear. Oh, because of zombies. Oh, because that's not how that works. I mean. That's just not how that works because they can smell you. So you can't just they step can't out of their you. way. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. They can smell you or hear you. But they are slow. 
They are slow. Well, yeah, they're slow, but when there's, you know, a thousand of them, it doesn't matter how slow they are. Brandy, tell us what happens next in the life of young uh, Floyd Allen. Well, Floyd, uh, when Floyd was 19, oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) When Floyd was 19, his brother Sidney began making fun of Floyd's limp in front of some friends. Oh, see, that, so Floyd, that's a bad move. Like, I would uh, like, Well, uh, that seems like a yeah, dangerous game. Bad move. Well, and yeah. like the brother doesn't know how this jackass is. But anyway, so he's making fun of him about his limp. Floyd took the measured response um, of trying to run over his brother with a team of mules. Um, well, that was a major response. As, as one does. Yeah. Uh, Sydney responded by shooting Floyd in the chest. Oh. As one does. Uh, Floyd nearly died from the shooting, but slowly recovered. Floyd is Rasputin. Yeah. That's who Floyd is. He is Rasputin. Uh, But he nearly died from the shooting, but he slowly recovered. When Floyd reached adulthood, Carroll County became a dry county. Yeah. Yeah. The manufacturer, the manufacturing, sale and purchase of alcohol became illegal, and it was around this time that Floyd and his brother became moonshiners. Since the Allen family was so powerful in the county, Floyd didn't have to worry about being arrested. Yeah, they found a niche, his, a niche there, Brandy. Oh yeah, um, but Floyd and his brother soon became the top moonshiners in the state of Virginia. Once, one time. A rival group, the Hanley Brothers, uh, started se- well, selling bathtub gin at markdown prices. I'm telling you what, I would not buy from the Hanley Brothers. That's just, that's just me. Well, they no, they run the they run the big lots of the moonshining world. Yeah, they bathtub gin at markdown prices. So this started to cut into the Allen Boys' business, and when Floyd found out about this competition. Of course, again, measured, you know, Floyd and his brother confronted the Hanley brothers and surprise, surprise, a firefight ensued. I don't, I'm getting the idea, Colonel, that Floyd is not receptive to the marketplace of ideas. (laughs) No, he's not. Floyd didn't seem to understand capitalism, Timmy. He was, he was, uh. Trying to have a monopoly. He went, well, Floyd wanted to be the invisible hand of the market yes. to me. The much more visible hand. But, well, uh, but Brandy's right. He, he, you know, I. you look like someone would uh, come up with some, uh, suit him for antitrust violations or something. <laughs> well, <clears throat> you don't want to sue Floyd. No. No, that's true. So, uh, so Floyd and his brothers confronted these guys. There was a firefight. Floyd got shot six times. Floyd needs to stop stepping in front of guns. That would help. You know, I'd like uh, what I would like to see. Floyd, and he was still, wasn't he still changing the bandages on his chest? At wound the time, at the Floyd time was still recovering from his recent chest wounds. You know, and although he was critically wounded, the fucker survived. You wonder if they, the doctor, uh, when he comes to see Floyd, would be like, uh, you know, like the doctor that's on like uh, Bugs Bunny, where they. He's all shot up with bullet holes, and they they give, have him drink water to see where the water comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a big figure. I'm sure. Yeah. It's a Looney Tunes yeah. theory of uh, a medicine, Timmy. There you go. 
Um, so he's so two of his cousins actually died at the in the incident, um, and one of the Hanley brothers. So three months later, there's. So it seems like the bathtub gym was gonna continue. Well. Right. I, I yeah, well, for, I, I don't think they come to any uh, meeting of the minds there, Colonel. Doesn't sound like they it. They did not. It doesn't appear so, yeah. Well, three months later, Raymond Hanley, the surviving brother, um, was tried for murder in Carroll County. Floyd, what the fuck, was a key witness in the case and claimed him and his group were just enforcing, they're just do-gooders, that's all they are. <laughs> they're enforcing yeah. the law to keep Carroll County dry. Wow. Floyd claimed he had a moral duty to protect the women folk from the scourge of alcohol. I like to point out that you said duty. <laughs> I did say duty. <laughs> yeah, duty. Um, so he's just Floyd and his and his crew were just defending um, the defending the women. And you know they were trying to keep them from the evils of the devil's brew. You know what I wonder about this whole COVID thing, devil? Maybe from a woman's perspective, you could help me out here. I wonder how many divorces there will be if women's wine consumption has not increased dramatically during COVID. Oh yeah, because you're all cooped up with uh, with you know we're all cooped up together and. Women are drinking more wine than ever before. Because there are more women staying home with their children. Right. Exactly. I feel like so they're, they're correlated somehow. Yeah, it seems like there's a direct correlation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. An effect thing. Yeah. It's, believe me, it's, it doesn't seem that way. It is. It is. So if this was a dry county, we'd have all kinds of divorce, murder. Oh, yeah. Um, so. And. Yeah, so, you know, he's defending the women folk. The case was tried in front of Judge Mavis Allen, Floyd's second cousin. Jesus. Uh, Raymond Hanley claimed self-defense, but he -hmm. was convicted of first-degree murder and then hanged 45 minutes after the (laughs) trial ended. 45 minutes. Justice was swift down there. Well, they didn't really have a lot of appeals, I suppose. Apparently not. No. Uh, um, in another minutes, instance, you know. it yeah, you don't even get a last meal. They then, had to do go you? through the goddamn drive-through. Oh, you don't get yeah, a last meal. You might get to get his last might be meal. Get, like yeah. you know those snacks they give you on the airplane now. Maybe <laughs> right. They just throw them at cookie you. and uh, some pretzels or something. That's right. They had to get a turkey sandwich. So, in another instance, <laughs> fucking Floyd. In another instance, arguing over the administration of their father's estate, Floyd Allen got into a gunfight with his own brother Jasper. They also called him. They also called Jasper Jack. I like Jasper better, but whatever. We're like Jasper. Yeah. yeah, but Jasper was a local constable, so he gets in a gunfight with his brother, the local constable. Now I wonder, Colonel, if, when you have a cousin who is a local constable. And you're you get in a gunfight. Do you have to kind of like before you start? Do you have to say, "I'm not shooting you because you're a constable. I'm shooting you because you're my cousin." You have to clarify, right? You do have it's to kind of like a kind of like and a fair you catch. Have to isn't do one it? of those things in football. It's kind of like fair catch, right? If you didn't have that badge, I would do. And then that's where the guy made a mistake because Jasper probably took his badge off and said, "You ain't shit, Floyd." 
in the Floyd yeah. County Floyd. That's uh, that, uh, that's a well, good, I don't know. good lesson lesson for our listeners. If you have relative, if you're if you're a, a law enforcement professional, and you have uh, relatives, uh, you get into uh, to do with your relatives. Don't don't take that badge off. That badge will protect you. Mm-mm. Okay, perfect. So they have a full shooting match, Floyd and his brother. Uh, Floyd hit Jack in the head, um, and it just struck a glancing blow on Jack's scalp, while one of Jack's bullets hit Floyd in the chest. Mm. Shocker. Uh, His pistol empty, Floyd proceeded to beat Jack with the butt of his empty revolver. (laughs) Again, Floyd's a tenacious little bit. Well, I, I, I mean, no, I bet he's only about five foot it tall. Might fuck up five it? foot two. Mm-hmm. It might fuck up that pistol, you know. Well, should be a little bit more respectful of other people's property. So again, this fucking hillbilly Rasputin survived the shooting, was arrested, convicted of assault, and sentenced by a friendly judge. To a hundred dollar fine and one hour in jail for wounding his brother. One hour in jail. Floyd paid the fine, but refused to go to jail. Well, not, uh, Floyd's not a politician; he can't do that. It was it was a, uh, it was saying, a, it was a whole hour. Well, saying that he would never spend a minute in jail as long as the blood flowed through his veins. And, that and was, you know, really, he could basically have, that's a hard no. Brandy, with good behavior, right, right? Don't you think, Timmy? You what, Charles? He could have. It would only have been 40 minutes with good behavior. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. So, so uh, Floyd actually, the rest of his life, Floyd never did spend an hour in jail. Um, in 1908, oh, and this is, this is amazing. This is amazing, to say the least. In 1908, some fucker named Floyd a special deputy for Carroll County. Hmm. Well, he but he is familiar. Surprise, surprise. He is from. He was familiar with the law enforcement uh, procedures in, true. in the county. Well, but he was fired and then arrested for assaulting a prisoner in his custody with an axe handle while the prisoner prisoner was handcuffed. Again, the well, that's the best. I mean, that's the best time to do that, isn't it, Colonel? I mean, you wouldn't want to attack him when his hands were free. No, not at all. No, you want to get him cuffed in. Whack him with that <laughs> Jesus. So time and time and time and time again, Floyd would get into these violent confrontations in Carroll County. Uh, the incidents... Spare the rod, spoil the prison. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, the incidents usually were usually the result of a perceived slight or a business deal gone bad. And each time Floyd escaped prosecution because of his political connections and or witness or jury tampering. It seemed the entire state of Virginia knew about Floyd Allen, and most were scared to death of crossing him. State Judge Robert C. Jackson once said of Floyd Allen, quote, that he was perhaps the orneriest man in the state of Virginia. Oh, that's, and you know, that's, that seems to be... That's saying a lot. Well, that's saying a lot. I don't know. It seems to be... That seems to be not... Quite the word. Seems whatever. Well, it seems crazy rat fuck something like yeah, that. Yeah, that would have be been better. Appropriate. You know, he reminds uh, me of uh, that uh, Ken McElroy 
you know, that was the town bully. Yeah, that yeah, they the shot down kind of in the, yeah. Murdered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. No one, They got a special on that on Netflix. No one saw oh, the thing. Oh, okay. I have to nice. check that out. Yeah. So, anyway, um, so that, you know, he was the orneriest man in the state of Virginia. He was overbearing, vindictive, high-tempered, brutal, with no respect for law and little to no regard for human life. During my term of office, Floyd Allen was several times charged with violations of the law. In most instances, he escaped indictment. I'm satisfied. Okay, I'm sorry. In most instances, he escaped indictment. I'm satisfied because the witnesses were a- were afraid to testify to the facts before the grand jury. Yeah, because they probably get the shit beat out of them. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. On the if few on the few occasions when jurors when juries were willing to convict Floyd Allen in a court of law. Floyd would just use his political connections to avoid punishment. In 1904, when Floyd was convicted of assaulting a neighbor, Noah Combs, um, Floyd, he wanted to buy a farm owned by one of his brothers, but could not agree on a price. Combs wanted the land badly enough to pay the asking price and bought it despite Floyd's warnings not to butt in. Not long after, Floyd shot Combs in the head with a shotgun. He he seems to overreact a lot, I've noticed. You think? Yeah. Um, Miraculously, Combs survived the shooting, and Floyd was indicted and tried on charges of assault. Um, After a two-day trial, Floyd was found guilty of felonious assault. The judge, however, was an old Allen family friend and sentenced Floyd to an hour in jail and the $100 fine plus costs. Well, Floyd was pissed. Uh, he immediately posted bail pending an appeal. Uh, at his next court appearance following the appeal, Floyd produced a pardon from Governor Andrew J. Montague, suspending the jail sentence. He didn't spend an hour. He didn't spend the hour behind bars. He just, you know, whatever. Well, he, you know, he probably didn't want to do a hard time. Well, probably not no. in the jail for an hour. Breaking up those rocks for an hour, especially when you've been shot, you're limping. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine Floyd? I mean, I can't imagine he was a real impressive physical specimen. I told you that man—the man's probably like <clears throat> five foot, five foot two. He's one of those, you know, Chihuahua dogs that thinks he's bigger than he is, wants to make himself bigger than he is. So, so Floyd—he's Bo. Huh? If if Bo was a man, if Bo was a yes. man, he would be Floyd Allen. Yes. So that all this brings us to the incident that the incident let, leads up to what became known as the Hillsville Massacre in 1912. Although Floyd and the Allen family still had tremendous influence in Carroll County and throughout the state of West Virginia, that influence was starting to wane. In 1910, Virginia elected William Hodges Mann as governor. Although Mann was a Democrat, he was a reformer and was hell-bent on cleaning up the dirty politics throughout the state. Also, over the years, the influence of the Allen family political machine began to decline in Hillsville and Carroll County. Voters were getting tired of the corruption of the Allen family and booted them out of public office, replacing them with reform-minded politicians. In short, they, his family, Floyd and his family were losing their political influence. And here's where it gets squirrely. 
On December 6, 1910, two of Floyd Allen's nephews, Wesley Edwards and Sidna Edwards, attended a corn shucking bee in Hillsville. Colonel, have you ever been to a corn shucking bee? bee? You ever been to one, Colonel? Yeah. Um, I've seen them. Timmy, and I've seen some amazing dexterity by some ladies in a corn shucking bee, Timmy. Ladies? That, uh, yeah, the way they peel it back, just laugh, you know, just... Have you ever shucked corn? I personally... Yeah. Have never shucked an ear of okay, corn. Okay, then hush. Till you've shucked an ear but of I've corn, But I've watched hush. it. I've watched it. Uh-huh. As tradition warranted... And I find it quite erotic. Oh, <laughs> gross. As tradition warranted, whoever shucked an ear of corn with a red kernel was entitled to kiss the girl of his choice. Uh, that, that, Nothing wrong with this. This isn't fucked up at all. I think that's fair. Wesley Edwards shucked an ear of corn that had the red kernel and chose to kiss a girl who was romantically linked to a local youth, Will Thomas. This soon led to an altercation between Thomas and Edwards. At a church service the next morning, conducted by Wesley Edwards' uncle, Garland Allen, Will Thomas reportedly called out Wesley Edwards into a fight. Well, I mean, yeah, the parking you, lot. you can't just go around kissing yes, a do. guy's girlfriend. Right. I, I mean, uh, I don't care. I don't, yeah, I don't was, care if you have on, a red at the red At the church service, you're calling people out. I'm assuming these people are the Baptists. <laughs> oh, my God. Because the Baptists can get into, you know, the the if you have, well, you know how the Baptist church are always splitting off into other Baptist churches. And uh, I, I have been a Methodist my whole life, and I have never seen a fight in the parking lot. Over a corn chucking. But uh, I've seen it. Uh, yeah, I've I've seen outcome. it happen in Baptist churches. So, no offense to my Baptist friends, but I've seen it. I've seen it. Scientologists and Baptists, they will fight in the parking lot. Well, that's uh, a lot of the insight you have on uh, modern theology, Colonel. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, All that's right. just what I've seen. That's what I've noticed in my life. All right, so the church services, uh, so anyway. Pentecostals can throw down, too. Oh, God. Of course. Pentecostals will throw Jesus. down to me. All right, so they go, they go out in the parking lot to fight. And according to Wesley Edwards, Thomas and three friends assaulted him, and he defended himself with the help of his brother, Sidna, who rushed to join the fight. Sidna. Don't hear that name. Yep. Don't see that name much anymore. You don't see Jasper don't. either, and I really like that. Following a complaint lodged by Wesley Edwards' father, George, Wesley and his brother, Sidna Edwards, were charged with disorderly conduct, assault with a deadly weapon, disturbing a public worship service, and other violations. Feeling that his family members were being picked on, Floyd surprisingly became very angry. As the boys were being taken into custody, Floyd intervened. He met the buggy carrying his nephews to jail. The buggy was being driven by two constables, Deputy Easter and Deputy Samuels. Deputy Samuels pulled a gun and ordered Floyd to move. And Floyd rode back past the buggy, then blocked the narrow road with his horse. Deputy Samuel, Deputy Samuels again pulled his gun on Floyd. 
A fight ensued, and Floyd beat Samuels with his own pistol. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you're going to pull your pistol, pull the goddamn trigger. Don't let somebody beat you yeah, with your own that's pistol. A, that's good advice. You know bro. they was making fun of him for a long oh, time. Oh, God. Um, Wesley Man, Edwards. No worse than getting beat with your own pistol. Well, Wesley Edwards tried to grapple with Easter, but Easter got away and fired a shot at Floyd as he did so, wounding Floyd in the finger. This motherfucker can't not get shot. He's like (laughs) fucking Magneto. Limping, got all his fingers all day. He can't knit no more. He can't, yeah, he's just... Floyd... God, he had to be a mess. Floyd then released the Edwards brothers. Easter ran to an acquaintance home and telephoned the sheriff at Hillsville. Deputy, poor little Deputy Samuels was left lying unconscious in a ditch, and his horses were run off. Well, that certainly seems uh, that's concerning. And Floyd later stated that he never intended to have the boys set completely free. He just wanted them to be released from their manacles and treated as humans instead. Oh, of he was he's concerned with. Uh, Police reform. Their treatment. Prison reform. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, he was... Yeah, Floyd was about all about... Once they lost power, Floyd was all about defunding the police. Yeah, yeah well... He just... So, they got Floyd, and he was arrested and charged with numerous felonies, including attempted murder. When Floyd Allen's case was set for trial, rumors arose that he had sent word to Deputy Samuels that he would kill Samuels if the deputy testified against him. Of course, Floyd denied it. When well, me, uh, you know, from uh, from my perspective, uh, you know, of course, we, none of us were there, Brandy. But okay. uh, from my perspective, he w- it seemed like uh, Floyd was trying to uh, uh, impact the 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 uh, the uh, finding of uh, for the jury. This. Obstruction of justice like and yeah. uh, witness tampering, yeah, it seems Timmy. like that. You shouldn't have done that, Brandy. Mm. Well, of course, Floyd, again, denied it, but the threat, whoever sent it, caused the Does, deputy to leave the state. Legally, oh, he left the state. Doesn't seem legally kosher to me. Yes, he left the state yeah, well, the same night that the threat was delivered. He might be the smartest one in this story so far. <laughs> yeah, he's... The rumor that the Allens were intimidating witnesses was called to the attention of the court. The presiding judge... Thornton Massey called Constable Jack Allen and Floyd Allen, whom he'd also deputized about six months earlier, oh, for fuck's sake, to the bar, and proceeded to question them about the alleged intimidation. Jack, of course, said, not not me. Don't look at me. Um, Don't Don't look at me. Yeah. Don't look at me. Denied it all responsibility for the allegations, um, which he stated were not true and insisted Neither he nor Floyd were guilty of any wrongdoing. See, Floyd at this point has a history that we can uh, we can look back on. Yeah. Well, in response, the judge, who was having none of their shit, told the two men that if law could not be enforced in Carroll County by the county officers, meaning Jack and Floyd that he would get rid of the officers and bring in state troopers if necessary to maintain order. After close to a year of delays, Floyd was finally brought to trial on March 13, 1912. Judge Massey, who had deputized Floyd six months earlier, presided. So this is a stupid mother... This judge is a dumb motherfucker anyway. 
Yes. Because he deputized Floyd. Okay. So since Deputy Samuel had left town after being threatened by Floyd, the only witness to testify for the prosecution was Deputy Easter. and his But his testimony was very compelling. Many of the Allen clan members spec, were spectators in the courtroom. Um, and most of them, again, surprise, surprise, were armed with pistols. Floyd's brother... Jack and Claude Allen and nephew Sidna were armed and stood on benches in the courtroom's northeast corner to see over the crowd. Floyd's sister, Friel Allen, was armed with a shotgun and sat in the back of the room, and the Edwards boys stood on benches next to the north wall. So they have put themselves in a position where well, yeah, they're, t- they're being yeah. the maximum intimi- the maximum amount of intimidation yeah, yeah. that they, they got can- the whole room covered. Yeah. So I'm going to have you guys talk and go through, Chuck, this is your thing. I have to go take my baby outside to pee because she's standing by the door. Okay. So I'm going to do that. Okay. You guys start this without me and I'll be right back. Okay. Well, I will I will tell you the conclusion of this sordid tale. Thank you, Colonel. When the jury returned a guilty verdict against Floyd, sentenced him to one year oh, in the penitentiary. Floyd ain't going to like that. He ain't going to like it. No, he ain't going to like it because he refused to do an hour before. Now, Floyd is reported to have said to Judge Massey, if you sentence me on the verdict, I will kill you. Yeah, he seems like he's trying to get now, influence judge, with the court. It does seem like he was, rather than rather than being, uh, you know, regretful, remorseful, you know, showing some kind of... Th- if you sentence me, I will kill you. Now, that is not something you generally want to tell right, a judge. that's correct. Tommy. You generally want to say something like, well, there were extenuating yeah. circumstances. Be, be a little contrite. I had be a little a, contrite. Yeah, contrition. I had a bad childhood, you know, something like that. But no, if you sentence me, I will kill you. Well, Judge Massey at once proceeded to sentence Floyd to one year's imprisonment. And at the moment the sentence was handed down, all hell broke loose in the courtroom. Oh, no. Timmy. What happened? Now, well, accounts differ, Timmy, as to who actually fired the first shot. Many accounts claim that Floyd Allen initiated the confrontation by pulling a gun in court, which is, you know, that is against any kind of legal and court sure, decorum sure. to brandish a firearm. Now, in any event, within seconds, a hail of gunfire rang out in the courtroom. The Allen family, Allen family Open fire from the gallery, oh, and a court deputy returned fire. Oh my God! Once again, striking Floyd Allen in the leg. Oh man! Now the gunfight. You know what? That'd be cool if, if that seconds. was on court TV. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Now a gunfight lasting ninety seconds is a long, long time. Yeah, when everyone is firing now, weapons, ninety seconds is a long time. It is. Well, this gunfight left. The judge, Thornton Massey, the prosecutor, the sheriff, two jurors, a deputy, and the key witness, Luke Easter, all dead. All Hmm. dead, Timmy. Now, Floyd Allen limped away because he'd been shot in the leg and was helped on his horse by family members and escaped the scene. Now, Judge Massey, Sheriff Webb, uh, the Commonwealth's attorney, Foster, and the jury foreman, Augustus, C. Fowler were all hit and died of their wounds sustained in that crossfire, Timmy. 
Now, more than 50 bullets were later recovered from the shooting scene. Now, Elizabeth as a 19-year-old subpoenaed witness who had testified against Floyd, was shot in the back while trying to leave the courtroom and died at home the next day. Those cowards, they shot her in the back. Now, seven, seven others were wounded, including Deputy Clark and Floyd Allen. Now, Floyd was wounded too badly in the hip, thigh, and knee to leave town. So he spent the night at the Elliott Hotel, accompanied by his eldest son, Victor, who was later acquitted of involvement in the shootout. A manhunt for Floyd Allen was soon underway. He was arrested while hiding out with relatives in Iowa. Oh, he got, so he, he got out of Dodge then. Yeah, he went to Iowa. He got all the way to Iowa, yeah. Timmy. Corn you know country. What? Do you just let him go, though, at that point? Like, shit. Well, he probably went up there. I mean, well, in all fairness, he probably went up there for the uh, hobo convention that's held in Iowa every year. Wow, that's true. He might have. He might have. Now, upon his arrest, Timmy, Floyd attempted to slash his own throat with a pocket knife, but he was overpowered before he could complete the job. He lacked conviction. And Floyd was tried. He was tried for the first-degree murder of the Commonwealth's attorney, Foster. And on May 18, 1912, the jury found Floyd guilty. Now, Floyd, all of a sudden, finding some compassion in his little Grinch heart, wept freely as the verdict was read. He didn't. He wasn't so bold as the last time, like, if you sentence me, I will kill you. This time, he was crying. He was like, oh, Mama, help me out of this. I didn't mean to do it. So he, was, he became a little bitch, a little <laughs> limpy, gimpy bitch. Most of them do. Now, in July 1912, after three separate trials, Claude Allen was convicted of first-degree murder for the killing of the Commonwealth's attorney, Foster, and for second-degree murder in the killing of Judge Massey. For their roles in the shooting, Floyd and Claude were sentenced to death by electrocution. Mm. This is when they had the chair. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. We stepped up technology, yeah. Floyd Allen's death sentence was deeply unpopular with Allen's supporters in the county, but many other residents were unsympathetic, surprised by the deaths of so many people over Floyd Allen's refusal to serve a year in prison. Now, Governor Mann, who had received death threats in the same handwriting as the threats previously delivered to the trial judge, had cut short a trip to Pennsylvania after learning his lieutenant governor, James Taylor Ellison, had attempted to commute Floyd Allen's sentences in the governor's uh, absence. Like, what in the shit. fuck is going Lieutenant on? Lieutenant governor is in on so it. So the governor got back just in the nick of time, refused to request the commute, the death sentence, to life in prison, and Floyd, Alice, Floyd Allen, Timmy, had to walk the green mile. Mm. They packed his ass with cotton, they shaved his head, and they electrocuted him on March 28th, 1913 at 1.20 p.m., Timmy. That's about that, Brandy. And 11 minutes later, <clears throat> yeah, 11 minutes yeah. later, Timmy, his son Claude followed his father to the chair. That's efficient. Now, 11 Sid minutes. Sidney Allen pleaded guilty. Now, he got 35 years who's in this? prison for voluntary manslaughter. Oh, Sidney, Sidney's his nephew. Sidney, Sidney. Sidney okay. The church okay. fighter. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he got 33, 
35 years, and he pled guilty to second-degree murder for the shooting of Sheriff Webb, so he was sentenced to 18 years, which is 53 years, and, you know, back in those days, people only lived to be about roughly 21 years old, so he was going to spend the rest of his life in prison and die there. So there was finally, Timmy, finally justice, and as as he, uh, they took Floyd to the chair, Timmy, <clears throat> he didn't go like a man. Oh, no. He did not go. He was whimpering. He was just begging, pleading for his life, saying that he was sorry. But he didn't do any good, Timmy. And you know they do with uh, with the electric chair. They they pack you with cotton so they don't have to clean you up when they soil you. Soil yourself. Well, that's Timmy. smart. Did that's you know smart, that? <clears throat> they put a big gauze of cotton up your up your backside and keep you from doing that. Wow, that's fascinating. So Floyd, Floyd met old Sparky in the end, Timmy. Right. Now I feel like you know I'm reading this and I, I feel like there's something missing. You know, the Floyd would never tell us because I feel like you know when we're a more enlightened society now, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Floyd had some kind of trauma in his life, you know. And if they would have dealt with that trauma, Floyd would have been a much better person. Maybe we could have. And th- and this is why mental health is so important. If if they could have got Floyd to a uh, to a good child psychologist or something like that, maybe Floyd wouldn't have turned into be the psychopath that he became. That's a good point. That's a good point, Brandy. <clears throat> I I don't disagree with it. Uh, so, but back in eighteen hundreds, they didn't have Obamacare or anything like that. You know, you just you had to just go out and I don't even know if they had psychiatrists. In. Brandy, what's sh- in West What's Virginia? your final thoughts on Floyd Allen of Carroll County, Virginia? Good riddance to bad rubbish. Wasn't someone that he you was an that you liked when a character you... I did not have an affection for Floyd. Okay. That is correct. Colonel, what's your final thoughts on Floyd well, and Allen? You know, he is <clears throat> he is um he is a, a relative of the current senator in the state, Joe Manchin. Did I didn't you know, know that? that. I thought Joe Manchin. I'm not even surprised. Joe Manchin, I believe, is in West well, Virginia, but. Yeah. Well, was this Virginia? Was, was Virginia. It was Virginia, sweetheart. But it's all right. It's been Virginia this well, all, whole hour and a half. All those people are related. That's that's That was my I favorite. got you, the whole I got you. Down there. Jesus. Well. I thought we was in West Virginia down here. Well, you know, West Virginia became part, I mean, western part of Virginia became West Virginia during the Civil War. This was after that, so, yeah, it's Virginia. Well, and in the beginning, Timmy said it was West Virginia, but it wasn't. It was Virginia. Colonel. Uh, so it's all good. You, you can see where I got Colonel, from. we would like to thank yes. all of our, this is our last podcast of the year. We are now, we will soon be entering our um, eighth year of the podcast. We started this podcast in January of 2015. Uh, wow. So we've been around. You started this aberration of this this bastardized podcast of a... Uh, yes. Yeah. So, eight years, Timmy. Can you believe some pe- that? Some people like us. Some people don't. But if you don't, then too goddamn bad. But we shall continue this until eternity, Brandy. Oh, great. 
Well, I'm going to tell you who likes us, Tim. Who? Liz Lawrence Castellano. Oh, yeah? She likes well, us. thank you, Liz. I'll tell you who else likes us. Kim Purple and Baby Sam. Yep. They like us. Stevie Smiles. Because these people are all Patreon sponsors, and you could also be a Patreon sponsor. Yeah, right? just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs. It's patreon.com slash history dweebs, all one word, where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or how much, Colonel? They're just weird. All right, hit me with some more Patreon supporters. And if you would I mean, like to be, over. you could look up on Facebook, uh, <clears throat> fans of History Dweeb Podcast. Yeah. And join our page. Our listeners are everywhere. Our original page was shut down out of uh, really poor behavior from... Uh, yeah, I got another... I got a notice from that page. page again today. It's been shut down for what, like a year, year and a half? And I got, yeah. a, I got a warning that if Sorry. we don't change our ways that they're going to uh, yeah. cancel our podcast, which they did. I mean, our, the page, have appealed which that. they did a year and a half ago. We have appealed that shutdown, but it has done no use as of this. And you moment. know, Brandy, I was Let's an see. early supporter of uh, Zuckerberg. You know that, Brandy, because he uh, seemed to be a nice gentleman, and uh, he, you know, he was married to an attractive woman. So you know that always something that, uh, you know, that I listen. Your Zuckerberg fetish has nothing to do with jack shit. But now. Page is gone. I know. Who cares? Chuck's reading names. All right. It's All right, very Charles. exciting. All right, Charles. I think the two big twins should have kicked his ass. Oh, my God. Him, Who cares about the Winklevoss uh, twins? Okay, let's see. Emily, Alan Cox, Aaron Kunkamola, Rachel Goss, Anna Kaufman, Shelby Pelegi, Robert Benefield, Gina Green, Andrea Lewis-Siddons, Tessie Poor. Buffy, Danielle Townsend, Marianne Knight, Already Gone Podcast, Amber Anderson, Ben Dobrovich. Now, we got the Bloody Murder Podcast, which... Yes, a great podcast. They don't... Tara doesn't do the Bloody Murder Podcast anymore. However, she does do, and I would I would suggest you check this out, the World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast. Oh. So that's... Floyd a Allen one. should have a been Very, on very good one. Yeah, he should have. Bridget Bernard, Cassie Jones, Callie Jones, Christy Lee and Canadian True Crime, Carl Asplin, Cheryl LeBlanc, Clark and Diane Trowbridge, who are going to be expecting another grandbaby, Timmy. You know, I I think it's their plan to take over the state of Michigan, Colonel. I believe it is. One Trowbridge at a time. Eric, they're going to become a dynasty just like the Allens were down in Virginia. Um, Erica Kinney, although I believe Diane will be more benevolent. Oh, my God. Benevolent. Yeah. Erica Kinney, Aaron Turner, Marsha Boris, Jay Cleveland Payne, Jamie Dent, Hiro, Jason Dykes, Jeff, and Don Chestnut. Did you see the stuff Jeff posted that he made out of leather? Too? No, I don't think so. It, he, he's oh, gosh. It's amazing. It well, was Do- Dr. Jeff yeah. is a talented young man. As I told him, he's a renaissance man, Timmy. He's a renaissance man. Um, Jennifer Orca, Jennifer Savota, Jess, Kelly Shrett, Kim Stroop, Christine Malachinsky, Laura O'Reilly, Marsha Boris, Marie Mary, 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 Courtney Sheldon, 
Michelle Johns, my next ex-wife, Paula Kimes, Sarah Bloom, Sue Van Hook, Shannon Arnold, Shirley Strap. We hope you're listening. Hope you're doing well. Hope everything's good. Stephen Potts, just a wretched, wretched band from down under. Um, Terry Strafford. Um, they Walk Among Us podcast. Two of our favorite yeah, people, Rosie and Ben Fitton, Timmy. Tyrone, Tommy Long, Tommy Lane is in my ear and in my... You get where I'm going with that, right, Double? Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy Smith. Um, and, of course, we wish a very, very, very Merry Christmas to uh, Dottie Scott. Yes. Who we do this podcast for week after week after week. Dottie, there was a pretty good amount of violence and bloodshed. Dottie likes when there's a lot of bodies. Yeah, she does. She likes a high Dottie body count. Dottie doesn't really like the one body thing. She likes a high body count. She does. Um, and we will, uh, we will also say hello to, uh, really, is is she going to be the princess of the dweebs, Timmy? Uh, Miss the lovely Leanne. Uh, she is without portfolio. What title right now. do we give her? Yes, is she without portfolio? Yes. She by marrying Timmy, would that make her a baroness? It might. Uh, I do you think she's marrying you for your title, well, Timmy? Do you think she's trying to move into uh, royalty? Probably. You know, keep my eye on it, Colonel. Are you going to get a prenup that says she can't be a baroness if she you get divorced? Uh, I'm looking into that as we speak. It's something that you should consider, Timmy, uh, because I think she she might just. I, I'm not saying I don't trust her, Timmy. You know, but women, as a rule, uh, oh they God. use their wiles against you. Yeah, you know, they use those feminine wiles, and she, you know, the next thing you know. You could be married and then not married, and you not even a baron, and she's a baron and a baroness. You gotta, she takes you both. Gotta titles. be careful. You do have to be careful with that stuff, Timmy. So, but but let it take your cat, Timmy. Let it take that cat. All right, take it on. Thank you side. all for joining us uh, again. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreoncom dweeps, all one word. And uh, we'll see you all again. We'll, we'll put a link up soon, we will. Timmy. We'll put a link up soon. After we will. And we'll have that YouTube channel up pretty soon. We, I, sh- I put a link in the, U- uh, the YouTube the other oh, day on the channel. You're a uh, wonderful awesome. engineer. Uh, We're ready Colonel. to go. Yeah. Hey, I'm on top of that. All right. We'll see you all next time on History Dreams. Bye, everyone. Good day. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.